the wise ones. I remember one time I was visiting my friend in California, and we were putting stuff in his trunk, and he had this duffel bag. And I go, oh, what's, what's that? And he goes, that's my emergency bag. I was like, oh. He said, yeah, I have um, extra food, water, a change of clothes. I've got, you know, uh, a flashlight, duct tape, <laughs> candles. Um, yeah, for an emergency. I was like, like what? <laughs> he said, well, Southern California, there's fires. I don't know that maybe there's an attack or something. And I just want to be all ready for anything. And so as an Eagle Scout, I was very impressed with his emergency preparedness. Um, yet as I thought about the likelihood of those things happening, let's just say I haven't made myself a bag also. But, but if that day comes, he will show himself to be the wise one who was alert and ready. In our gospel, Jesus tells us a, a parable about ten virgins who await the bridegroom. And so what they would do is they, they know the bridegroom's coming at some point as part of the wedding celebration. And so they're called that, that when he comes, they respond, they go out and, and light the candles, the little lanterns, and kind of show him into the wedding feast. Well, five are wise and they have extra oil and five are not. The wise ones are ready when the bridegroom comes and they enter into the wedding feast and celebrate. And Jesus says to all of them, especially he says to the foolish ones, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Which is interesting because here's a curious detail. When the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. So there's something more going on. It's not a matter of just, you know, drinking lots of Red Bull and monster drinks to like stay awake. That's, there's something else going on here. So when the cry comes, all 10 wake up and the wise ones are ready because they prepared, they, they knew this could happen. They knew that the bridegroom could be a while. And so then after it happens, they quickly respond and then are ready. So it's not just, I mean, yes, there's a preparedness, but when it happens, they, they know how to respond. They respond to this unknown, this change. Whereas the foolish ones are scrambling. They're trying to, to figure things out. And Jesus says, Amen, I say to you, I, don't, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake. So let's look at what, is, what have the wise virgins done? Well, first, Jesus says, I do not know you. So the wise ones know the bridegroom. They, they know him. They know his ways. It's like, it's like when students show up, you know, right on time for Mass, and they're like, we, have, we still have five minutes for prayer because we know Father Matt. <laughs> like these wise ones, they know the bridegroom. They, they know him, which is really kind of an insight to the whole point of the parable. How do we know the bridegroom? How do we know the Lord? But through prayer. What is it that gives us strength to persevere through difficulties and unknowns? It's prayer. It's the Lord with me. 
And if I know the Lord's with me, that that whatever difficulty we encounter, we're going to be able to get through it together. But they also know, these these wise ones, the wise people, wise followers of the Lord, they know the Lord, that sometimes the Lord does things different than we want. Sometimes the Lord's timing is different than what we want. And so we start to know the ways of the Lord. I don't get stuck in my own mindset of how I think it should be. But by reading scripture, by by prayer, I, I come to know the Lord and I'm ready for whatever he's doing. And so what does this mean like in our lives, applying both the Lord, but also um, just, just being wise and ready. You know, what if, what if you got an email this week from your teacher who says, hey, things are changing. Uh, we've got to move up the final one week. You know, and the foolish ones would say, well, they can't do that to us. That's not right. I'm writing a letter to the dean. But the wise ones would say, you know, we knew that could happen. I've been, that's why I've been going to class. I've been doing my assignments. I've been studying already. We can figure it out. Or, or the school says COVID cases are up. We're shutting down campus. And you're like, whoa, I need to get in the lab to finish my project. And the wise ones are saying, we knew that could happen at any point. And so that's why we were working on our project or have a contingency plan to figure it out. It's like life in general, right? Like, oh my gosh, my car broke down. It's like, well, didn't you know your car would break down at some point? Like, we know our car is going to break down. We know we're probably going to lose a job at some point. We know, we know someone in our family is going to get sick. We know that, you know, we're going to have a fight with our roommate. But the wise ones are already doing what they need to ahead of time. And when it happens, they're quick to respond accordingly. Does that make sense? So by, by knowing, so it's not just, when we follow the Lord, it doesn't mean that bad things aren't going to happen. But the wise ones know that things are going to happen and the Lord's going to be with me and they respond faster. Like for, I mean, what, what are we ultimately talking about here? In our second reading, St. Paul names it. The, The one thing, we're talking about all these things that could happen or probably will happen. The one thing that's guaranteed to happen is we're all going to die. And St. Paul says that when Christ comes again, the dead will rise first, and then us who are alive will then join him. So the reality is we're all going to die. That's a guarantee that we can actually be wise and ready for and respond accordingly. And there's something, you know, it's, it's not morbid. It actually, it actually helps us. I was, I was watching recently, the, uh, there's this, a documentary on Andre the Giant. And um, if you grew up in the 80s, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, and, and they told him with this health condition he had that he was so big, they're like, you're not going to live to be 40. Well, he ended up, you know, dying of a heart attack in a hotel room at 46. And a lot of people were really sad and, and whatnot. And, but Andre, was re- he was ready for that. He's like, I thought I'd be dead by 40. And he left his will and his estate to his daughter that he was ready. I mean, nobody wants that to happen today. 
but by, by living in a way that we're, we're ready for it, we're ready for it. So what does that do for us? Like, I know, I know that's going to happen. I know it's going to happen to people I care about. What does that do? It leads me to call them and say hello. It leads me to take advantages of visits to them. It leads me to say, I love you. It helps me to live my life in a, in a healthy, wise way that, that if there's a, a, a difficulty or a fight, well, then I deal with it. Because I, I don't want to walk away. I don't want my last encounter with a person to be a fight. And even if it was, I mean, God, God can heal all things. But I want to I do what I can do. And so how do we become more wise, wiser? Our first reading in the Book of Wisdom says, Wisdom is found by those who seek her. That if we want to be wise, if we have ears to hear and eyes to see, that God will show us, prepare us for, these are the things that can happen. These are the things that will happen. And you can already be prepared, preparing ourselves today. How? By knowing the Lord, knowing his ways, by seeking him, and seeking his will, and having a freedom and a flexibility, Lord. Lord, I desire your will to be done, not mine. And then when that day comes, we can enter his wedding feast as one of the holy ones, one of the holy and wise ones.